If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oscar Bevis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Velas. Niall Farrell joins me, mate. Good to finally get you knuckled down. I know we've um, had a few hurdles to, to get this Zoom yeah, over. Yeah. But how's things? All good, all good. Can't complain. Um, just happy to be on here, to be honest. Finally, finally get the chance to uh, speak for you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my pleasure. Um, obviously, you've just made your professional debut last weekend. Um, but seeing this, as this is your first IFL appearance, I feel like we have to kind of get to know a little bit about yourself, XGB, ex-England. Um, but of course, there is a story behind all of that. So I like to kind of start with the, the question of what was your first boxing memory? Where did it all start for you? It all started for me um, with my dad, to be honest. My dad boxed, um, so I think it was kind of want to be like my dad. Like, I want to box, but I loved football as well, so it was a bit like, I enjoyed them both, do you know what I mean? Then we got to, like, about 11, and I was, like, me and my dad having a little sit-down. I was only a little baby, and he was like, what one do you want to do more? Like, let, let's focus on one, let's do one. And I just I preferred I preferred the fighting aspect of it. I preferred the the it's on me. It's not I haven't got a team. Do you know what I mean? It's just me and another person in the ring. And from a young age, I kind of just kind of knew that it boxing was more sport kind of thing. Um, I still like enjoy kick about. Do you know what I mean? But boxing, you get a different type of feeling, and I still get the same feeling I get now from when I had my first fight. Yeah, I get the same feeling and. And it's half, it's half paying off, do you know what I mean? It's half paid off. Wouldn't mind a footballer's wage, though, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Mate, wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all? Um, so, so, was you a boxing fan in the sense of you watched a lot of boxing as a kid? Um, Not really. Not really, to be honest. I, it was more like my dad boxed, so I enjoyed watching him. I've seen how hard he trained. i seen what he'd go through. Um. And then, you know, my dad stopped boxing to fully focus on me. Um, so we can't. It, it just quite. It's got. I think it was always in me. It was always in me, and the boxing brought it out in me. Um, it helped me all through school with my anger and stuff like that, and just just helped me, like, you know, control everything and like the discipline side of it and stuff like that. So 
I feel like it was it was my dad. My dad was the reason, but like I didn't really watch it. But then I, obviously I watched the big fights. Do you know what I mean? Like when I was younger, but not that I can remember any of them. But do you know what I mean? I remember watching a couple with my dad, and but that was the reason really. Yeah. Do you remember kind of a turning point when it went from being a hobby? Not that it's not a hobby now, but when it went from a hobby to perhaps that more competitive side and the junior amateur system kind of kicked in. Do you remember kind of the turning point, even perhaps a point where you went, do you know what? I'm good at this and I can perhaps make a, a little bit of something out of this. There wasn't, to be honest, there wasn't from, from the time I started till, till now, it's always been, if I fully focus on this, then I can make something of it. And I'm a firm believer in that's with everything. If I would have chose football, I'd love to think that that, that, that same thing would happen. Um, but, it was like I remember my first fight. I, I wasn't I, I wasn't that good to be honest. I was I boxed um a, a Liverpool lad. Um, uh, it was brilliant. He was brilliant to be fair. And I remember watching it. I remember fighting and thinking like, oh, like panicking, panic punching, panic punching, panic punching. And then the big the big difference was me was from my first fight to my second fight. The improvement was massive. And it was like then I think after my second fall I was like I'm not too bad at this actually I'm not I'm not too bad like and then I think as the fights went on I just enjoy fighting like that's always been the big thing for me like I love the sport of boxing but I love the fighting aspect of it more I I've never felt a feeling like it do you know what I mean that the thrill you get as mad as it says when you feel someone scuff. It's mad, like to mad, like you're trying to that to a normal person. I think I should be locked up or something. Do you know what I mean? But it's a mad feeling that I love, and and I still get the same feeling now. Yeah, I mean, all the boys I talk to who done the England and GB internationals always say the amateurs is an unbeatable time. You're going around the world, different places, Serbia, Belarus, with your mates. Um, I guess you kind of feel the same. All them places you've been to with your pals fighting. Are they like kind of the well, are they the days you look back on and think, yeah, that was that was good? Yeah, I, the, the amount of memories you make, the memories for life. Like, I've had such a great time. I had such a great time on GB. I loved, I loved it, to be honest. But it was like, at the start, it was brilliant. 18, you're traveling around the world. You get, you have a fight. You're having a few fights. You're buzzing. Do you know what I mean? All the lads, we had great crack with the lads and that. And, and then as time goes on a little bit, it's a bit like, I don't know, like, you get, get a bit old, like when I hit like 23, 24, I was like Kazakhstan for three weeks and I'm thinking, do you know what I mean? It's a bit... Do you feel a bit old for it in a sense as well? Like it's something you, you do at 18 and, and it suits you at 18. When, when you're in your early 20s, it's perhaps not the... But there's more there's more at home as you get older, do you know what I mean? Like you're, like, you're away for three weeks, that's a long time, do you know what I mean? Like I, f- I feel like as I got older, I started missing my family more, being away for so long and... But at the same time, I was still loving it. I still love fighting. Like the fighting aspect of it was great because I'm sparring and fighting all these different types of opponents and styles. And but I, I did. I, I enjoyed every second of it. And like I said, it's memories for life that I'll never forget. I've made mates for life that that would mates till till the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and obviously you fought in the WSB as well. When you kind of got that to back up your resume as an amateur, everyone kind of takes it as it's automatically like perfect preparation for the pros. It's kind of like the most pro you can get as an amateur. Do, do you kind of yeah. see that? Do you look back at the WSB and think, you know what, that was kind of the, that's going to be a big backbone for me in 
in the broke? I think that was that was the time that I thought that because not every amateur is a good pro. I feel like it, and that's just the way it is kind of thing. I feel like it's one of them things where you still have to stoop. But then when I was in the WSB, I kind of realised right there, I, I, I could have this pro style about me. 12 rounds, I reckon I'd better. I think I'll get better as the rounds go on. And and look, a lot of people are going to see now as obviously I had my debut and we're moving on and we're, we're, my next fight's due the 10th. Do you know what I mean? As time goes on and the rounds go more, people will see that I'm, I get better as rounds go on. And it's always been the case since I was a baby. I've always fought the same. I've always felt like as a schoolboy, I'm doing minute and a half rounds. I was always fitter than everyone. And I'd finish the fight and I'd still be still be sound. Like, I'd still be fine. Yeah. One thing I want to talk about before we go on to pro career and kind of your hopes and dreams for that is something that I know is obviously heartbreaking for you. You had your hometown Commonwealth Games and that didn't yeah. go to plan. You were stopped in the first round. Just talk to me kind of about, one, the feeling and perhaps the disappointment and upset around that when you would have built up it for so long. And also in another part, how that's probably driving your hunger to go back and win a world title on home turf. But that that's it. Like, I, at the time, I was I was fuming. I was angry. Do you know what I mean? But uh, now looking back, it was probably a blessing in disguise. To be honest, that I'd done that to wait for too long, and that's the be all end all of it, and that's the start and finish of that. Why that happened? I didn't feel like I should have been stopped. To be honest, but for whatever reason, the ref, she's the ref at the end of the day. She chose that choice, and you got respected. But I'd done the wait for too long. I, like, no one knows the story behind me making the weight. I, I struggled from at featherweight at four foot nine and a half. I struggled. I struggled like mad. I was barely eating, barely drinking. Like, normally, you dry out the day before. I'm talking a day and a half, nearly two days of no fluid. Do you know what I mean? No water. And then you're not giving yourself enough time to 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 put it back in because I was boxing at what, three, three hours later or something. Like, it's not long enough. But you live and you learn. Like, I'll never ever do that again. Like, the weight I'm at now, I'm boxing at low weight, I feel so much more healthy. I feel so much better in myself. And I feel so much stronger. Like, like in my strength sessions alone, my, I'm lifting more. I'm physically stronger and in looking in better shape. But I learned a lot from that because I'd never ever do anything like that again. Do you know what I mean? I learned a lot from it. And that, that each day, each lesson that you get, it's a, each setback you get, it's a lesson. So you learn from it. So whatever happens, happens in the past. And like you say, I'm looking forward now to, look, to win a world title as a pro, do you know what I mean? And, and bring that back to Birmingham. Obviously, it's a disappointment, but life's full of them. It's how you come back after them. You bounce back, do you know what I mean? And, I feel like I've bounced back in probably the best way possible, and and like I've I've been walking around like going to shows and that, and everyone's like, "Car, oh, you look healthy." I'm walking around at sixty four kilo, sixty three kilo, and everyone's going, "You look so healthy, no? You look so healthy." And so if I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, "What do I look like when I was at featherweight?" Then they look ill. Do you know what I mean? They, they look. They, they obviously didn't look well because everyone's saying I look healthy now. So, but like like I said, I've learned from it. You learn from these things and. It's in the past, you just, you push forward, don't you? Keep keep looking forward, keep pushing forward, but but yeah. So it was an easy decision to go pro in the end, then kind of put that whole chapter behind you, turn pro and it start was, kind of chasing the dream that you have. 
it was always the plan anyway. Yeah. I, I wanted to be, a, be become an Olympian. I really did. But in my head, I was never I was never going to be able to hold that weight. And that's the only Olympic weight that I could have done. Um, so it was always the plan anyway, because I didn't have no other choice. It was either I do featherweight the Commonwealths or I don't do the Commonwealths. It, I didn't really have any other choice, to be honest. So I'm obviously going to take that opportunity. I took the opportunity, come ra- back round to bite me in the arse. But you learn from it. But um, like I said, I'm more healthy now, and it was always the plan anyway to turn pro. I, I believe I'm I'm made for the pros. I'm, I'm I'd be a, such a better pro anyway. Yeah, and then we fast forward to was it last Thursday? Yeah, last, last Thursday. Thursday yeah. yeah, professional debut undercard of Sam Eginton and a nice little small dinner show. Um, a Midlands legend, Sam Eginton. So one to fight on his undercard for your debut, and two to win your professional debut. Um. Mate, just talk to you about that whole kind of the, the couple of days leading up to that as well. What an experience. Yeah, it was like the show itself was a great show. Like, like obviously, it's, I've boxed all over the world, do you know what I mean? But to have obviously a nice dinner show that everyone's dressed up, looking smart. And then obviously to be on the undercard just before Sam is even bigger, do you know what I mean? Like, I've known Sam for years, do you know what I mean? He's done, done amazing things for boxing. So to be on his undercard is massive. But yeah, the fe- the feeling was crazy. It was like we we all sold a lot of lot of tables. So we sold nine or ten tables from I think it was sixteen. So or I've got a very loyal support system. Like I have loads of people coming to support me and I'm very fortunate to be honest. But the feeling was like I was a bit nervous, but nerves come and it's how you deal with them. But like when I got when I, I finally finished the fight, like the amount of people coming up to me, like that's the norm we remember. That's the norm we remember we haven't seen for a while. And it was just kind of reassurance for me because it was like, I'm back now. I'm back and I feel better than ever. Like, none of this, none, none of this malarkey. I'm not eating and drinking. Like, I'm, the day, on the day, I was still eating my breakfast before I weighed in, drinking all day. Absolutely fine. So, it just shows, like, now I'm back and I'm stronger and fitter and sharper than I ever have been. And especially yeah. now I've got eight ounce gloves on. Feel good enough. Yeah. And obviously John Pegg's gonna play an involvement in your career as well. Don't need to speak about John. We all know what a man he is, how well connected he is. He's he's got a wealth of, of boxing knowledge. But when you sat down with him, did you talk about the immediate future? Did you talk about a two year plan, a three year plan? Did you not want to get too far ahead of yourselves? What sort of things did you kind of set out with you and John? The the way we spoke about, it, I had a good sit down with him. He's known me since for a long time, John has, um, and everything he said made sense. Everything, so it was like, what would be rushed? Why? I'll, I'll be on telly eventually. I know for a fact I will. I know, I know that will happen. But why rush it? Like, why not get the rounds in? Why not build up my fan base in Birmingham? Why not keep building, keep learning, and. Like, like I've said in many, many interviews, I want to be a seasoned pro. I want to be a pro that's 40, 30 or 40, 14 going, he's still in good nick, he's still going, do you know what I mean? Fair play to him, do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to be this 15 and 0, lose, and then you don't see me again. I want I want to be a good, good pro. And, and everything I'm doing now is, we're not we're, every fight we have, we take one fight at a time, we overlook no one, but we learn every fight and... Each fight, I'll just keep getting better and better, and and everyone will see. So, but every, I'm very fortunate. John John's got more best interests at heart, and I fully believe that like, we'll go all the way. Do you know what I mean? But 
we 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 had a spark. We we spoke about everything, but everything he said made sense. So me and my dad sat down. Obviously, with John was like, "This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. We want to be active. I want six faults this year. I I want to be as busy as as I possibly can." And he he agreed. Yep, let's do it then. And that was that was kind of it. We we kind of knew from that point. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna go about it. Let's get on with it, kind of thing. Yeah. And obviously, perhaps not yet, um, but you're going to have that time where promoters start sniffing around and, and whatnot. Is that something you can let yourself think about too much? Like, have you thought, you don't have to tell me because you never know what can happen, but have you thought about a promoter you want, a platform you want? Have you thought about kind of the, this whole side? I haven't. I haven't, to be honest. Um, and the reason behind that is I want to go through, I want to beat everyone. I want to go through the correct, the right ways through it. I want to beat everyone. I want every title. I want Midlands area, English, Brit. I want all of it. But I, I haven't even thought about it yet because until that that comes, that day comes that they do do that, then I've, I've, I'm still learning. I'm still learning this program. Do you know what I mean? And I'm learning every day. But I haven't really thought too much about it because, like you said, I've only had one fight. Do you know what I mean? I sell a lot of tickets and we'll just wait until the day they come knocking because they are going to, but there's no point thinking about it yet. Yeah. I will end by asking you what you want to achieve, but I always like to kind of know what fight is you're loving at the moment towards the top end of the sport. Um, just kind of putting out any weight, anyone along the world scene, anyone at the moment that you're kind of loving? There's loads, ain't there? There is, there's loads, there's loads of top, 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 top kids coming through. But, um, it's a tough one because there's a, in each way there's in each way I feel like you get the top five of special fighters in every way. There's them top, and that's obviously where I want to be towards the end of my career. You know, towards as I'm pushing through, I want people to put me in the in the in the names of these top top fighters, and it feels like it, the the lightweight division is stacked. It's it's a busy weight. And there's some top fighters, and I want to fight all of them. To be honest, I, I want I want all of them, but like I haven't fought too much about them yet because like like I've just said, like I've I've had one fight. I'm starting again. If anything, do you know what I mean? I'm I'm a novice. Let, let's let's just let's just learn the game and push through. But there's there's loads of top fighters that I think you special. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of special fighters, but I'm like like I said, one day hopefully. Someone will be on the interview saying, well, he, that's him. He's a special fighter, dot, dot, dot. Do you know what I mean? But, but yeah. Yeah, I love the mentality. And I know exactly what you're going to say now, but I'll ask you anyway. Where does this end? With a world title. With a world title. I, I don't mean. know why I bothered asking. I knew you was going to uh, say it. it that, that, that's, the, that's the dream. Do you know what I mean? Like from, from the day I started boxing, I never thought I'd box for GB. I, ne I never won. It never crossed my mind. Then as you get... Then I boxed for England and I was like, yes, this is like, this is me. Like from the age of 15, I've been boxing internationally. Like this is, and then, then I wanted to get into GB and I got into GB. And then I wanted to prove myself at world, world stage. I've done that. So now my always, my, I'm, I'm set at the end of it with the world title. But like I said to you, I want every title all the way through. I want, I want all of them. I, want, I don't want to miss anyone. I want to fight everyone and enjoy doing it. That's that's the plan. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. 
Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.